Hey, my sacred success seeker, let's have a little check-in, shall we? Are you feeling exhausted lately? Spread too thin? Juggling too many commitments? Some that might not even be your own? Are you feeling it affecting your work? That you're not as productive as you'd like to be? You're having a harder time focusing and getting things done? Maybe you're even feeling frustrated with this lack of momentum or the speed at which you're achieving your goals. Maybe you're even beginning to doubt whether or not these goals are for you, if it's even possible. I know you don't want to feel this way and I don't want you to be feeling this way either. It sucks the enjoyment and pleasure right out of life. But you're in luck because I have just released my brand new sacred success guide, how to overcome success saboteurs. It's totally free and it's yours simply by clicking the link in the description or show notes below. By walking you through my twist on a simple five-minute subconscious redesign exercise, you are going to leave all the pressure to do more, daily stress, and anxious thoughts behind and step into liberation. You'll be slashing your success saboteurs that are creating the barrier between you and your life of freedom and sacred success. You want to be successful, and you want the clear path between you and your goals so that nothing and no one is standing in your way. And that's exactly what you're going to do. So go and slash down those saboteurs by downloading the free How to Overcome Success Saboteurs Sacred Guide below. So speaking of going with the flow, that is what we're going to talk about this cancer season. Cancer is all about water, emotions, movement, currents, currency in that sense, the moon. So I'm going to be breaking down the main themes of cancer season. And then, like I said, the three main ways that you can work with this energy for your sacred success, balance, and productivity. Welcome to Essence, the show and podcast. Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics so that you can show up in your authentic nature where you step into your era of softness as your superpower and energetics as your key to success. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, masculine-feminine energy teachings on the law of balance, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical and seasonal living inspiration for reclaiming and activating your life of pleasure and epically aligned success. I'm your host, NLP and energetic success coach, Feminine Flow CEO, Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to make pleasure your purpose and embody your epic essence. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Essence Show and Podcast. How the heck are we doing? What is going on with you? How are you feeling? It is officially cancer season. When we talk about cyclical harmony, which is how we're living in the codes of our cyclical nature, living in alignment with that inner flow, that inner code, the cosmos is part of that. The cosmic seasons, the way that we move around the sun with the planets, all of these energies around us are constantly affecting us and playing into the way that we feel about things and the way that we show up and the way that we execute on our goals and plans and sacred success in the world and what we in turn create and manifest and magnetize into our lives. So I'm so excited to dive in. That is why we talk about this stuff here. 
but I'm curious to fe- to hear how you're feeling. Like, have you felt a shift since last week or two weeks ago, rather, on the 21st, 22nd, where we shifted into cancer season? How are we doing? Do we feel a slowdown? Are we feeling like we want to be cozier? Are we feeling more this call to nurture ourselves? I am going to dive into everything To do with cancer season today, I'm going to be talking about the three main ways that you can work with the energy of this cosmic season for your sacred balance, for your sacred success. So that means planning, executing, being able to tap into productivity in a more aligned way as opposed to forcing it. And then of course, also the balance aspect. How are you incorporating sustainable balance? How are you ensuring that you're showing up in the most amount of support for your well-being, your emotional well-being, your energetic well-being, and all of those things. I'm also curious to hear complete side tangent. Watch me just go off on a different um, point. But last week, the episode was a non-video episode, and I'm curious just to hear how that resonated with you. You can see right now I got these kind of ugly-ass headphones on (laughs) if you're watching this um, because there is some very, very loud construction going on across the street. And I'm hoping that this will reduce the noise just even like a little bit more. So if you hear any like crashing happening in the background, everything is fine. I am fine. It is simply that there is some sort of big, big thing happening across the street, which is, you know, less than ideal, but it's also metaphorically nice to see how things are built and things take time and it's a process and the growth happens even when we're not aware of it. That's my nice little you know, twist on this situation. But it was also super nice for me when I recorded last week's episode all about how our flight from um, home from Sweden got canceled and what happened in my own nervous system, what that triggered me to do, like in my old default mode of everything um, and how I've really reprogrammed my mind in order to support myself through a situation like that. And that that's exactly what I teach you to do inside of my free sacred guide, how to overcome success saboteurs. So links to all of that are in the description below. But point being, I was very comfortably sitting over there on my living room floor recording that episode. And there was just something like so chill about it and so relaxing and just being able to like stare into space and not have to focus on the fact that there's a camera on me um, was just kind of, was kind of nice. So I'm curious if that made any difference to you. If you usually like don't watch anyways, because you know, I'm not really showing you anything here other than maybe it feels fun for you to watch and have a, like, feel like you're having a conversation with me, but maybe you're like, I don't even look at you, Olivia, like chill the fuck out. (laughs) I just like press play on YouTube and I walk away and like do my chores and I'm not like physically watching. Totally fair. You, I would probably do the same. Let's be honest. Um, but in that case, I am curious to hear like, if it doesn't bother you, maybe I'll add a few more episodes like that here and there, just because it really is easy to throw something together when the download comes through for me and not everything needs to be quite so um, orchestrated. And I mean, like, I'm all here for that too. I lit my candles. I set my space up. I want it to feel good when I sit down to record these for you because that allows that clarity to flow through to me as well. But of course, I do that in a different way when the camera isn't on. So all that is to say, let me know in the comments how you're feeling about this and how you're feeling about cancer season. And really, it's all about, this is the reality that I'm showing you of just going with the flow of things. Like, yes, there is a intention behind it. There's a plan and that there's a quality that I am committed to bringing to you every single week in these episodes. 
But at the same time, the way that that sometimes comes to fruition or is executed, like whether or not I show my face on camera, like the value of what I'm sharing with you is still there, right? The connection that we can create is still there. Um, and that is what going with the flow and being able to adjust to any kind of scenario and situation is really all about. So speaking of going with the flow, that is what we're going to talk about this cancer season. Cancer is all about water, emotions, movement, currents, currency in that sense, the moon. So I'm going to be breaking down the main themes of cancer season. And then, like I said, the three main ways that you can work with this energy for your sacred success, balance, and productivity. And in the name of that, I'm even wearing, oh my goodness, I'm like fully sitting on it, a super flowy skirt. If you're listening to this, you have no idea what I just did, but I fully like flashed, low-key flashed. Um, and I'm just like feeling these flowy vibes, like really being in the embodiment of this energy to help myself tap into it. And like, if there's anything that you feel like doing in the name of tapping into this energy like that, please go do it. This is your unnecessary permission slip. Okay. Amazing. So let's dive in. What are the three things that you can be doing this cancer season? What are the main themes? So let's start there because I really want you to be able to come into the space having no idea anything about astrology in that sense. Like you do not have to be an expert and really just also not needing to go too far into depth with these things. Like there's a lot of things that I really love to learn about and understand, but I also don't want to spend like hours of my life and my time reading the book so that I understand it in depth so that I can listen to it on a podcast, right? It's not really worth it for me then. So I really want to be able to give you the core pieces of information so that even if like the general understanding of astrology like doesn't really click for you or you're like, I don't ever want to understand what's happening on my birth chart like by myself because it's just, I don't care. Like, please just explain it to me. That is what I'm here for. But hence in an episode like this that I'm really just breaking down the main themes. Like we don't even need to call it cancer season if that's like, you're like, I don't even understand what these zodiac signs and seasons mean. We're just in a new season. I'm going to give you the main themes, how you can work with them, and then you can go and take those and run with those. Sound good? Amazing. So the main themes of cancer season, like I said, cancer is a water sign and it's very much about tapping into your emotions. Cancer is also the fourth season on the cosmic season, cyclical season wheel. We have 12 seasons throughout the year, just like we have 12 months. They kind of overlap with the months that we know, but they also overlap with the season. So right now, cancer season is the fourth cosmic season and it also marks the beginning of the seasonal season of summer, okay? And so Cancer, like I said, it's a water sign. It's all about tapping into your emotions. It's also connected to the moon. So the moon is really about your inner and emotional world in astrology. It represents your emotional understanding, how you need to nurture yourself. I love to call the moon mama moon because not only is it kind of about mothering ourselves and nurturing ourselves, but the moon also represents this divine feminine energy, this darkness, this um, space where we can really go deep within ourselves in order to alchemize and bring out something that we can then use to share our gifts or create something or bring our manifestations into being in the world. It's also really about the home. So we have the mom, we have the divine feminine, we have this inner world, and then we have like the physical inner world, which is your home space, your sanctuary. 
And so it's really funny because when I started my first business, I was actually a declutter consultant and I would go into people's homes and help them declutter their physical space. And in astrology, again, if you're like, I just want to know the themes and not that Olivia, then just tune off for a minute. In astrology, I'm a cancer rising. And if you have a cancer rising, if you're a cancer rising, or if you have any prominent placements of cancer in your chart, and I'll talk about that in a minute again, um, then you're probably going to resonate with this. But for me, like having this really grounded sense of home is super important to me. And I really didn't have that for a long time. And in order to create that sense of security for myself or that sense of home in a physical space, because that's all I could understand at the time, I literally started organizing my physical space and decluttering my physical space and trying to create these physical spaces that didn't really feel like home all the time because I was moving around a lot, but to try and make them feel like they created some sense of home for me because I could control or exert control over them. Does that make sense? Super interesting. So me being a Cancer Rising, that totally clicks together because this desire to be um, decluttering, to be nurturing my home, to be in a physical space that feels like a sanctuary, like totally clicks, like that's completely aligned. So if you have any cancer placements in your chart, I'd be curious to hear how some of these themes resonate for you personally, because the more predominant cancer is in your chart, the more these themes are going to naturally show up for you. Of course, I also want to just add a disclaimer here. Again, if you're more advanced in astrology and you know what your chart is and you're like, okay, well, I don't have any planets in cancer or whatever it is, all of us have these themes within us. We just might have different amounts of them, but we can tap into all of these different seasons and all of these different themes, no matter where they show up or how they show up in your chart. Okay. It just might be that if you're rising, your sun or your moon is in cancer, that it might just be more of a predominant personality trait or theme in your life. Okay. Like I said, I'll talk more about that momentarily. The final theme of cancer season is the theme of roots. So like I said, if the theme of cancer is also represented by the mother, like mothering yourself, nurturing yourself, then it also connects to your actual mother, to the mother figure in your life, to the representation in your life of this divine feminine energy or potentially also lack thereof. And when we go back down that lineage, what that really starts to represent is the roots of your lineage. So going back into your roots, the big theme of cancer. So your ancestry, the women that came before you, the families that came before you, the patterns in family dynamics that came before you, your current family situation right now, like these kind of more um, emotional connected, like soul roots that you have with other people, with other souls in this life. So those are the themes. And again, like I said, let me know in the comments how these resonate with you because there are a lot of things here. And the way that I like to think of it is kind of just like this big bubble, like this big, beautiful, let's just even go to the Caribbean ocean. Okay. Like a little lagoon in the Caribbean, so beautiful, so calm, so peaceful. This is like this crystal clear, blue, warm lagoon water that is like full on cancer vibes right there. The moon is shining down onto the water, like lighting everything up. It is glittering the F up and really just this feeling of being held, being supported, being nurtured, feeling connected to your past, to your ancestors, to your roots, and having that sense of home and belonging within yourself 
and then potentially also in the in your physical space. But like this can all just be like floating around in this lagoon. Like you don't need to make too much like logical sense of it or figure it out in your life right now. It's just like, okay, these are just themes. Like what comes up for me around these themes? Sound good? So let me tell you the three main ways that you can work with these then. Because like I said, maybe you're like, okay, a lot of things here, girlfriend. Thank you. But how do I work on this? How do I execute on this now? I'm going to tell you. So the first thing that I really would, I'm going to do this. I do this for myself. What am I, what am I saying? I do this myself in my own life. I teach on this um, and I'm going to encourage you to do it as a first step during this cancer season is connect with mama moon. Okay. Cancer, the sign of cancer in astrology is actually ruled by the moon. Every sign has a planet that um, it's ruled by and the moon rules cancer. And so being, again, like I said, a cancer rising for me, there is this very um, strong feeling that I that I experience in relationship to the moon and when the moon moves signs. And so if you, like I said before, have cancer in your chart in a predominant placement, so that can be the sun, the moon, your rising sign. Um, and I would even say your Venus and your Mars um, and, your, and your Mercury, actually, like those kind of main personal planets um, this can be a really powerful practice because you're going to just respond to the energy of cancer more strongly. But again, I have so many people who have worked with the moon, who I've worked with, who work with the moon, um, and they feel it also for themselves, even if they don't have that cancer placement, that's very predominant. So again, if you don't want to look at your birth chart, you don't have to tune into how this feels, play around with it. And I'm going to give you some tools to do that right now. So like I said, cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is this feminine, divine feminine element. And the way that I like to put it is we do moon mapping. So we're actually looking at where the moon is, how the moon changes signs every two and a half days approximately, and how that's going to affect your inner emotional world. And when something affects your inner world, it's going to be a direct reflection in your outer world as well. So how you're feeling internally, of course, is reflected externally. And I'm going to go back to my decluttering days right here and say one of the things that I used to say all the time was your inner state reflects your or your mental state reflects your physical space. Okay. And so, of course, if we're feeling some way inside, that's going to affect the way that we show up in the world, affect our results, affect what happens in our relationships and affect things like our productivity, our results, the success that we're able to call in and create. And so understanding how to navigate and basically have like a bit of a guidance system of, okay, where's the moon today? How am I feeling about this? Am I more emotional today? Hmm, interesting. Do I feel like I have some get shit done energy going on? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. How can I work with that? And not just like doing it willy-nilly of tapping in and hoping that you feel what you're feeling, but actually have a guidance system. And that's what I do in a weekly free newsletter that I send out every Friday. It's called the Cyclical Harmony Guide. And I actually give you the moon mapping for the upcoming week so that you can start implementing and working together with the moon for planning your week, for planning your rest, for planning your fun, for planning your productivity and executing on the success or the projects that you're currently working on. So the link to that is also in the description. And I really encourage you to, during cancer season, start playing and practicing connecting with the moon and being on this 
free newsletter is one way that you can do this to really start tapping in and seeing what's coming up for you and noticing how that, you know, starts shifting things in your life. The second thing that I'm going to share with you, the second way to work with the energy of cancer season for balance, success, and productivity is to practice connecting to the divine feminine. And the reason for this, I'm going to give you the outcome, the literal outcome, is that this is going to be the thing that connects you back to flow state. So if you have been feeling exhausted or tired or low on energy, or you're feeling like there's just not enough time in your schedule, you're constantly being spread too thin, you're feeling the weight of responsibility just kind of, you know, weighing down on you quite literally, this is going to be a way to start tapping back into flow, tapping back into like creativity flowing through to you, tapping back into productivity flowing through to you. This is what flow state is, where you're feeling really open and aligned and you're like, yes, okay, this is working. Okay, I know what I'm going to do next. Oh my God, look, I just executed on this thing and it totally worked out. Fuck, this is so cool. I feel so good about this. Like this is the flow state. And so when we connect to the divine feminine, that's what that gives us. We get tapped back into this flow state. Ultimately, if we want to achieve and succeed at anything, we want to be in this state because number one, it just feels way better than pressure and force and hustle. And number two, you succeed way faster and the success that you create is actually way more aligned. Okay. So how do you do this? Number one, hello, mama moon. Like let's start connecting with her because that's going to give you a way to tap into these ebbs and flows so that you're not constantly on all the time. It's going to help you manage your schedule and figure out when am I meant to be working? When am I meant to be resting? Another way to do this is to connect with your womb. Why do you think they sound so similar? Moon and womb mapping. They're, they overlap quite a bit. I teach on both of them. Um, so if you have questions about that, you want to start womb mapping or moon mapping, send me a DM and I'm here to support you. The moon mapping, like I said, can be done in the cyclical um, harmony guide that goes out every Friday. That's free. You can sign up for that below, like I said. But really what this means when you're tapping into your femininity in and your feminine energy is tapping into your intuition. It's tapping into your emotional world. And when you do this, like I said, is when you start tapping into flow. So even this could be a great exercise for you to ask yourself, okay, do I want to tap into the moon mapping or do I feel more called to tap into the womb mapping? Great question to intuitively ask yourself and then see where that takes you. And if you feel your intuitive call to be like, hmm, I'm going to reach out to Olivia and slide into those DMs and just be like, hey where do I go from here? What's the next step? If I want to do the womb mapping, what do I do? Okay. I signed up for the moon mapping. Hmm. How's this resonating with me? Do I feel really aligned with the, with the emails that are coming through? Like, is it making sense to me? Do I have questions? Okay. Like even that is a process of being and connecting back to your intuition. And especially if you're low on energy and you're being spread too thin, I'm really willing to bet that there is an element of ignoring your intuition. I can only say that from personal experience because every time that I've been burnt out, every time that I've overworked any of those things, being low on energy, even on a weekly basis, sometimes I realize, oh, I'm low on energy. Like I've been ignoring what I actually need in this moment because I've just wanted to push through. Okay. The third thing, the third way to tap into cancer season energy this, this month, this season 
is to feel your freaking feelings. Feel the feels, okay? It's so easy to move through life and find distractions and ways that you don't need to feel the feelings. It's easy to just plan another girl's trip or make plans all weekend so that you're busy or have things to do after work or work late so that you don't really have time to do anything else when you get home from work or throw on Netflix or the TV. There's always a way that we can tap into that distraction and we're so, 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 so good at it. So the key here in this season is to really tap back into feeling your feelings and to nurture yourself. This is actually one really big thing that I'm going to be practicing in, is obviously feeling the feelings in relationship to being really, really compassionate with myself. I have learned over the years that I am so good at being really mean to myself and doing it in a way that is so under the radar. Like I'll be saying all these really nice things, but the underlying current can still be like, oh, it's not enough. Well, you didn't do this enough. Oh, this is missing or whatever it might be. And so this is really also about radical honesty with yourself to say, what is it that I am maybe not looking at right now because it's hard to look at? Or that means that it opens a whole box of worms that now I have to deal with. And really giving yourself the space in this season to like let that be messy, like let the worms out and maybe keep them in like a little cage so that they can like move around, but they don't need to like explode everywhere and like creep into every part and corner of your home, but where you can kind of see them better and you're actually looking at them and you're interacting with them. And, and at this point, I mean the feelings, not the worms, right? And on top of that, what this then leads to is really nurturing yourself. And that brings us back to all these themes of cancer season, which are Nurturing yourself like the parent you are, reparenting yourself. Mama Moon being this like nurturing, loving, warm, cosmic hug that you're getting. And how can you do that for yourself? How can you tend to your emotions, your emotional well-being? Because when you are feeling calm and grounded in that and you have a sense of home and belonging, and it doesn't need to be a literal home like I mentioned before, but that feeling of like, okay, like I've got myself, I'm holding myself, I'm nurturing myself. That gives you a stability from the inside out that then no matter what happens externally around you, you can feel grounded. You can feel rooted in something. You know that you always have your own inner sense of belonging and home to come back to. Does that make sense? So spend some time, reflect on which of these three ways you want to tap into cancer season. Of course, you can do all of them. I probably, that would be me. I'd be like, I can do all of them. I can do it all. It's fine. If it feels like too much, don't do it all. Like this is about just tapping in and playing around with this energy and it not needing to be perfect. Just starting to see how it shows up for you, how it plays out for you. If you want to go in deeper to understanding your birth chart, um, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm happy to give a little insight of like where cancer shows up in your chart to help kind of help you navigate where you want to be looking or how you want to be approaching this energy this season. But I also have a um, offer, a one-on-one -on -one coaching session um, called Sacred Balance Blueprint. And that's actually where we go into your birth chart as a means of creating balance from the inside out. Because like I just said, if you're feeling that sense of groundedness within yourself, it really gives you so much stability for what's happening around you. And it allows you to approach it from a place of calmness as opposed to a place of reacting, right? So I'm going to leave you with that. 
Happy cancer season, showering you with all the sparkly moon beams and stardust in this cosmic season. Can you tell that I love this season? I'm even wearing my moon necklace. I forgot to show you. Um, but yes, enjoy it. Like I said, send me a DM. Let me know how it's going for you. If you want more support, I'm always here to support you. That's why I do this work. That's why I have options to go deeper. Um, and of course, one-on-one -on -one in a longer-term container is also always an option if you really want to like dive into the nitty-gritty of this and understand like what what comes up for you around this? What is the healing that you want to do around this? How does that activate your balance in your life? How can you tap into productivity this way? Where does burnout come up for you based on your astrological chart? I mean, this is really just one aspect of what I do, but the cyclical harmony has a bigger effect in your life as a whole because it really comes down to how am I showing up in my cyclical nature? Like that is your mat, that is your magical inner essence. And once you know what your specific cyclical nature is, that's when like life just starts to shift because you feel your sense of balance. You feel a sense of clarity. You know where you're going. You know how to achieve and create success. So I'm going to wrap this up here because can you tell that I could talk about this all day right now? I'm loving, loving me some cancer season. Um, leave your comments below on the YouTube episode. Leave a rating and review in the um, podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening. And I will see you back here next week. Hey, Sacred Success Seeker. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And guess what? I have a special gift for you. If you enjoyed this episode, you are really going to enjoy my sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs. Did you know that your biggest opponent when it comes to being massively successful is actually you? If you are stressed with everything that you're juggling, feeling constricted with time, drained on a consistent basis, and lacking motivation, creativity, and flow state to be able to work productively and see serious progress, then there may be some sneaky and secret success saboteurs hiding right in your own mind. With my twist on a simple yet powerful neuro-linguistic programming subconscious redesign technique that I will be walking you through in this guide, you will melt away productivity blocks, dissolve anxiety, and liberate yourself from the stress of being spread too thin. Let's slash those saboteurs so that you can revel in the satisfaction of your sacred success. Download the sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs, in the description or show notes below.